Welcome to Three Sisters Podcast. I'm Marty. I'm Katie. I'm Amy. Bringing it back home where change starts at the dinner table. We're here to provide you with topics to discuss around your dinner table, wherever your dinner table might be, at home or in your car running from one destination to the next. We invite you to join us as we get this conversation started. You ready to talk, ladies? We're always ready to talk. Quote that I hear mom say all the time, and she'll say it to the grandkids a lot, especially, I think. She says, um, stick to a task till it sticks to you. Beginners are many, finishers are few. And that's right, right? She's spot on. And I think she taught us how to be committed by making sure that we made our beds every day. <laughs> we'll go back to making yeah, our beds. Yeah, that right? is for sure. Seriously, she did. make your bed. You're committed for the day, ladies. You've accomplished something, right? I think she was worn out by the time I came along because that habit didn't really transfer. And then we had our <laughs> podcast a few weeks ago. I started <laughs> making my bed regularly. <laughs> yes. We didn't. Yeah. Change one person. <laughs> I did not know that. I didn't either. Compassion. We kind of got lazy with me I was the youngest oh that's so funny that's so important but my bed my bed's made right now that's good I'm committed my our uh it's funny because I, well, I even tell my kids all the time. I said, if you have time to do it over, you have time to do it right. Mm-hmm. And that's, that's something so that, true. yeah, I learned. But when I was just right out of college, you know, that was more of kind of a, okay, you're kind of, kind of on your own or the, your parents are trying to teach you how to be a little more independent. And I just remember coming home one day and saying, well, I quit my job. and I, I didn't like it. And oh, <laughs> no, like and that. so I remember dad sitting me down and saying, um, you don't quit a job unless you have another job. So you must have another job. I said, no, I don't have another job. I just didn't like it. And he said, well, how are you going to pay for gas? I was like, well, and he's like, cause I'm not helping. And he goes, and I'm helping with your tuition for school, but uh, you have to help contribute to it and you have to have a job. And I said, well, I'll get a job. And he said, uh, yeah, you have uh, one week to get a job. And, uh, oh, yeah, I got a job. And I learned that you don't quit unless you have another job and Aww. different opportunity. And that was all. And he says, when you, you have to be all in. Wait, no, I knew that. Maybe that's why I knew it so well. You never <laughs> quit a job if you don't have one. That was pretty standard at our house. So our daughter... Our oldest daughter, when she was in probably fifth or sixth grade, she was so excited to sign up for Hall Patrol, and she'd have to go to school early, and I found out that a lot of the kids were quitting Hall Patrol, so she decided that she wanted to quit, too. But I I was going to teach her, you have to, you said you're going to do something, so you've got to do it. Well, later on... We found out that she'd been hiding in the bathroom. Oh, no. <laughs> she didn't want to. She just didn't. I guess kids weren't very nice to the kids who were on hall patrol. But that was a good opportunity for her to teach her the why behind why we need to be committed. And when we say we do something, why we should follow through. Well, and also because sometimes when you want to do something, you think something sounds fun or a new job. It is exciting. Everything is so exciting when it's new. But then the mundane, day-to-day, nothing different, it it just 
it, it just becomes boring. Mm-hmm. And that's when you have to say, hey, I am committed to this. I said yes. I said I was going to do it. And you just have to finish it. And our parents taught us how to do that. And we try to transfer that to our children. I remember Kylie decided that she, she's my youngest daughter, she wanted to be on the track team. And she had tried several other things and, and quit. And this one, I said to her, if you start track, you finish it to the end of the school year. And she said, okay. And so she'd go run, and I'd say, what are you going to run? And she goes, I'm going to run the mile. Her first track meet was she was going to run the mile. I was like, all right, have you done any preparation to run this mile? And, and of course, every day I'd say, have you run your mile? Are you running your mile? And, and I never had seen her run a mile. Mm-hmm. So I thought, I guess we'll just see how it goes. So we go to her first track meet, and um, she's running that mile. And lo and behold, she gets slower and slower. And everybody's <laughs> just going, <laughs> passing her around. And I heard people around me. And the bleachers say, oh, gosh, I would hate to be last, knowing that, not knowing that she was my daughter. Oh, no. Man, that is the worst, to be the last one to come in and, oh, look at that poor little thing go, you know. But Kylie never stopped. She kept running and running, and by darn, she was the last one. And um, when she finished, I thought, she's just going to be humiliated. She's going to be totally humiliated. But she wasn't. She ran bounding up those bleachers and turned <laughs> at me. She goes, Mom, I finished. Oh. I finished. And everybody just cheered and, and clapped around her because they, I think they were embarrassed for her because she was last. But then that just turned out to be a good lesson for everybody around us. So that is a good she lesson. Yeah. She finished. And yeah. I'm glad she was proud of herself for doing that because it is important to finish, to yeah. be a finisher. It is. Be totally committed. And I think that what happens, why does that flip switch that you quit, want to quit? You know, like you, you were saying, Katie, about the mundane, it does become mundane. So how do you keep yourself committed and focused? And I think that that's the part. Sometimes things get hard. I remember, you know, we were out in the Midwest and uh, my husband, Corey, he, we were getting our doctorate and he was getting his doctorate. I well, feel like sometimes we, but, yeah, uh, but he was getting his doctorate and, you know, it was very difficult. There are times, I mean, you, they have so many hours, so many classes and it was hard and to have children and a family and he was working part time. And I remember him coming home after being so discouraged and him saying, you know what? I just think that I'm done. I'm going to go and be a shoe salesman because that's what he was doing. He was selling shoes. He goes, I'll just be really good at this, and I'm just going to quit. And I remember sitting him down. I just let him mope for a little bit because you get, you know, sometimes you feel sorry for yourself, you know, and and feel sorry for yourself because um, it had gotten so extremely difficult that he wanted to give up. And I remember saying to him, And he still reminds me of this conversation. I remember saying to him, okay, if you are really want to be a shoe salesman, then let's do it. I, we will be a hundred committed to hundred percent committed to that. And we'll just see how far you want to go. And, and if that's what you want to be, if you really want to do that, I'm all in, but what does your heart say? What do you really want to do? And of course he wanted to finish his doctorate in chiropractic. He wanted to finish it. And so he got back up after, 
you know, brushing the dust off and he recommitted and, and he did finish. But it was it was a very difficult, hard thing to do. And I think when things get hard, we want to quit. But that's where we can dig down deep inside and see what we're made of. I think that's important when you're talking about that, too. It's important to remember why we're doing what we're doing. Um, you reminded him, what do you want? If you mm -hmm. want to be a shoe salesman, cool. then let's do that. I think it's important to look at what you really want and to kind of look forward. What do I really want at the end of this? Do I really want to be a shoe salesman? Which doing that is great if that's what you want to do and be 100% committed, committed at that. Or is you did originally want to be a chiropractor and and... So reminding him of what he really wanted, I think that's important for us to remember when we are committing to something. It's like a plot of a movie. Cool. At the beginning, you know, we know what we want the ending to be, but the middle is always messy. Mm -hmm. And true. sometimes that is just a good lesson to learn and that there is just going to be some mess in the middle to get to the end. But yeah. once you're at the end, it's, it's worth it. My daughter, Joni, the oldest, she is a beautiful piano player and when she was younger I I just assumed everybody wanted to learn to play the piano right because mm -hmm. we all had to learn to play right. the piano we were told that and, we do. which is a great gift that we were given I didn't think of it as a gift back when I was taking piano lessons but I I, don't I do now does. I know I don't <laughs> yeah for sure and I remember Joni um, being dedicated in her piano playing there were times that she wanted to quit definitely and if I think if I said you can quit she probably would have quit but she kept going and kept going and, and had done really well with it and then used it as a job later on. She taught students piano lessons. They came into our home and she was able to influence these girls by teaching them piano. And, and what a blessing that was to her to be able to teach them and to be able to use it when her husband was going through school too as a way to make some money. So That's sticking neat. to it, sometimes you don't see why you're doing it and you don't understand. Maybe you don't even have an end goal in mind, but look at what that end turned out to be. I think yeah. it is important to look at, I don't think I typically think of this side of things, of when we're committed that we can teach other people. I think of when we, years ago, we did, we delivered phone books, and oh, that's hard oh, work. That me. is really yeah. hard work. <laughs> yeah. And we had our girls, I, our youngest, I think they were in kindergarten, and there we have five girls, and at that time, they ranged from five years old to 11-year-olds, 11 and 11-year-olds. So this was a, we thought this was a great way for them to make some money, because you, for that age, you really do make quite a bit with phone books, but our youngest two, every time we would go out, they worked so hard. They would, they never complained about going, and they ran from house to house delivering these phone books. And that is what kept me going because some of the others didn't have the best attitude about <laughs> being committed to delivering our phone books, but they just <laughs> kept going. And that's what kept me going was their example of they would work so hard and at the end they actually made the most out of anybody that delivered phone books and they were so proud of their accomplishments and they were able to buy bikes and then they still I think each of them had at least one to two hundred dollars left because they were the ones that delivered <laughs> most of the phone books but they were committed that was such a good example to me and it kept me going because it was hard I'd have to go travel about 20 minutes away to get the phone books and you, pr you probably hard. wanted to quit sometimes. I did. Definitely. <laughs> I did. But I, I think we can be 
other people can learn from us when we're committed to. It's good for people to see that. Well, as a parent, how do you help your child to stay committed to something that they've committed to? Like when they really do want to quit, what do you do? I know like you were saying with Brooklyn with her hall monitor, <laughs> you didn't let her quit. What do you say? How can you instill that in them so that they honestly are okay with finishing it up? I think it's important for them to know the why, <clears throat> why it's important for them to finish. I think for all of us, when we have a why, then it motivates us more to keep going. Mm -hmm. And I think even just like our parents taught us, we watched them be committed. We, ma we watched them being all in, follow through. We watched them do that. And I believe that watching uh, people, well, your children will follow your example more than they'll hear your words. That's for sure. They, You can tell them all you want, but until they really see, oh, you really are going to make me follow through with this, or you really follow through with this. When you say you're going to do something, you really do it. So I think they, you know, you need to follow, need to uh, let them follow your example. Right. If we're not committed to things, our kids aren't going to be committed either. And there's times that I have started down a path and, just felt like, uh, this is not what we're supposed to do. Yeah. I'm not supposed to do this. And we completely just stop. Right. And, and so there's some things that I think when you think about the why, you're like, why am I doing this? And if it's not worth my time, then you just stop. And, and it's okay to stop on something like that. That's true. Yeah. I agree because I feel like sometimes we get so distracted and we end up doing so many different things that we are so spread out that it just takes place of the things that matter most. So I think it's important to teach our children and for us to remember the things that matter most and then we can give our full commitment to those, mm -hmm. to our whatever it is that we're trying to accomplish. Right, without being overcommitted. Yes, know. yep. And you know when you are, and I, I think that we watched our mom and dad be really committed. I mean, mom, she, we watched her serve the community, uh, serve her family, and when her parents were sick, she was very committed to making sure that she took care of them. She yeah. went to their house every day to help them. Took you when you weren't in school. You would go over right. to Grandma's. And I remember that. Yeah, I just to go to Grandma's. <laughs> yeah, she was somebody that said, hey, look, I am here for my family. I am here for my parents. I'm here for the community. And... Um, you know, we watched her do that. We did, and all, even though she did have all that responsibility, we still knew we were a priority. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and she's even committed to this day. I mean, she's 81 years old and very committed in everything that she did, whether it was involvement in the church with her callings, especially as a missionary. Mm -hmm. She very much served and never wanted to miss her assignment, never wanted to. No, and she would do everything exceptionally exceptionally well yeah and she even you know it's like she'll even call a few weeks before my kids birthdays um so now what what should I get for their birthday and I'm like I haven't even thought about this <laughs> I haven't even thought about their birthday so she's even more you know she's into that and we have a actually we have um a shout out to our sister-in-law Jen she is somebody that I look to and she is really committed to 
just making her home a place where everybody's welcome. Oh, that place is got revolving doors. Revolving doors. Yes, yeah. neighbors just come that's in, and I'm like, hi. And then they're like, hey, is Jen here? It's like, um, yeah, somewhere, you know. They just... That's cute. They asked for Jen. Yeah, yeah, they asked for Jen. She's committed to yeah. making her home a place where everyone feels welcome. Yeah. Always. I thought you it was, always feel welcome. It was so home. cute to watch her. I spent time with them this last weekend, and... To watch their house go from, um, well, it used to be full of little, um, a little playhouse and Barbies and just for little kid toys, you know. And then um, to turn it, she turned it, then it moved to a teenage hangout. Oh, yeah. Where just Playstations and, yeah, surround sound, all this fun stuff. And now that she has a little grandchild, um, now it's back to a little playhouse and play toys and I that. would want to play at her house <laughs> yeah <laughs> she's I just very do. committed to being all in for her friends and family and just making people feel welcome that's reminded me of her yeah. I think we forget just those everyday things that we do um, like taking care of your family feeding your family driving your children back and forth where they need to be being with your taking them ones. homework Taking them homework when they forgot their assignments, yeah. Those are commitments. And even though they don't have great big accolades or a reward at the end, a physical reward, they have that reward of sense of accomplishment and sense of I'm I'm doing what I'm supposed to be doing and I'm in the right place that I'm supposed to be in. Well, even I think we think if we're committed to our families and our friends and our neighbors, isn't that just the greatest all-in feeling is to know that you're loved, yeah. that someone is, um, that, that you're loved because someone is there and committed to you, and it's a nice feeling. Yeah, and that's where it starts, is at home, right? We start, again, bringing it back home. We take it to practicing at home. What are some things that you can do to be more committed in your job? in your families what else in your what else do we do every day that we need commitment in going to school just everything too and just like you were saying before those little things that we do every day that seem mundane if they are part of your and what you really you know what you really are committed to I think it's important to remember that I like how you pointed that out because it's important oh I have to run this person here, it's time to make dinner, I, someone's sick, I need to take care of them. That is part of if, if that's, you know, if you're committed to your family, those little things are part of the way that you're showing your commitment to your family or work. The little things that you do at work that may be the mundane things you do at work or with our relationships with others, I think that's important to remember that those little things are and maybe some of those little things aren't part of what we really want to be committed to. And like Katie was saying, that's okay. Stop mm-hmm. and refocus and do the things that are, you do really want to commit your time to. I agree. So we invite you tonight to sit around your dinner table and talk about things that you feel like you're committed to, things that maybe you could put more effort into and discuss those things, those successes and those failures, and then move forward from there. That's it for today. I'm Marnie. I'm Katie. I'm Amy. Bringing it back home where change starts at the dinner table.